It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Hello, everybody. It is the Go Birds podcast, and we are live as live can be from the South Philly Turf. Uh, turf, yes, no, the Turf Club, Park South Philly, baby. Park South Philly is. Uh, it is. Uh, this is an iconic spot in South Philadelphia. As uh, we are getting our bet slips ready, uh, if you think I don't have a ton of props for these guys, you're crazy. Nice. And uh, I am. Uh, thank God we don't have to talk about Andy Reid. Uh, as much as we did today, uh, overall on the station. Wow! No, I am an appreciator. Hater, I'm a just hater kinda, is what I heard. It was a lot of appreciation today. I just didn't yeah. expect it. There was, uh, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm glad that we are all appreciating Andy, and I'm glad that he's going to pay my ticket as the 49ers are going to beat yeah, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> you know, I appreciate you for losing. Yeah, thank you. My, my biggest takeaway from listening to the people talk about Andy Reid all day in the station is you just really have to be a hater for him to to actively root for him to lose. Like, yeah, who yeah. cares? Like, oh, yeah, I want I him to win, but if, you, if you're, like, not rooting for him hard, fine. But to be like, I hope him. he loses yeah. is... That's exactly. Weird. Like, I, I, I'm not going to root for Andy Reid over my wallet. That's the decision <laughs> that I made. So, thus, I will be rooting against Andy Reid. But, yeah. like, if I lose, I will definitely be more upset about my money. But I'll be like, you know what? I have no problem with Andy winning. Like, I'm happy yeah. that he... Yeah. I, I will be happy for Andy Reid if he wins. Just not happy enough to... You know, not I mean, bad for me right. to make money like, in this case. Think about, we're all roughly the same age. Bartrud, you're way older, and you're way older, actually. So. <laughs> Bartrud and I are yeah, the same yeah, age. Yeah, yeah. You're younger I'm than way younger, younger yeah. I should say. We're all in the I would, general yeah. Yeah. But I would guess for the majority of listeners, like Andy Reid shaped their football for the majority of, yeah. like, when you're really into football. Like, when you're a yeah. youth and, like, you live and die. Youth. Yeah, like so. I just I don't know. I, I want him to do well. I hope he wins. I, I'm gonna I, appreciate. I, I do. I do love the arguments about like Dick Vermeil and Buddy Ryan and how that's that they need to be appreciated too right. when they like were clearly worse than Andy Reid. Well, and they accomplished were, but, almost to be nothing. Fair, well, not Vermeil, not with Vermeil. Vermeil, Vermeil really. That was I mean, a Vermeil tough hole. Took, Vermeil took a franchise that had uh, like 
hadn't been to the playoffs in years yeah. and years and years. I mean, the franchise was way better in better shape when Andy took. I Absolutely know they were three and thirteen, was. but way yeah. better shape when Andy took over than when Dick Vermeil. It's not even close. Like Dick Vermeil revived the franchise in a way that Andy didn't. But Andy obviously here longer had more success. Certainly the better Eagles coach, but you can't underrate what Vermeil did. Yeah, uh, and uh, it, it should be pretty. Uh, I mean, I think this is going to shape up to be a really great Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. I mean, the fact that the lines just stayed at one, one and a Stuck half right like there. all week, yeah. uh, two weeks, excuse me. I, I don't ever remember coming into Super Bowl. I know it's happened, but I don't ever remember coming into Super Bowl where it just seems so evenly matched in terms of the line, in terms of what everyone thinks. I, it, you look one way, people think the Niners are going to win, and look the other, people think the Chiefs are going to win. It's wild. Yes. So this is an embarrassing betting question, but I'll just ask. Oh, it. yes. Yes. Well, you're learning. It's yeah. not embarrassing. Like, you're learning. Why make it one? Like, why not just make it a picket at that point? Pick them at that point. Because the, <laughs> the money. You but I'm saying, like, one team's going to win by at least one point. So, right. Um, well, so there, you're was, there was a point. Super Bowl that ended at one point. You know that. That what? That ended in no, a one-point No, I know, but I'm game. saying, but even then, so it's just Scott a... Scott Norwood. But it's a push at that point, right? <laughs> so if I bet a team... If either team wins by exactly matter. one it's point, just it's betting. A, it doesn't matter. Like it, they're just trying to get even money on both sides, and as long as the money is coming in even on both sides, the line just. Stays but here's where my question: is. So what's the line right now? It's one Niners. And one, one and, and a half. half. The Chiefs are. Chiefs oh, are one, one and a half, half point okay. favorite. Yeah. But let's say it was one. Just. Oh, you're saying why do they have solid numbers? Period. You're saying why should they should all be half? Well, I'm saying at one. If, but it if, could if be the same the game ends at like you know. Whatever we can move on. <laughs> twenty nineteen. I understand what you're saying, yes. but in, it, the but point, then nobody wins if it's twenty nineteen. Right, they but have it's an a push. push. Yeah. Right, but it's a push. Right. Is what happens. But regardless, it, the point is better if you say they should all be half points. You either win or you lose. Yeah, my point uh, so is there should because it could be two or three. It doesn't matter that it's one. It should always be either a, a pick them or one and a half. It should never be one. Right. Is my my right. take but, on but gambling. then that should hold. That has to hold with. Two and a half, three and a half. Because well, no, because I think once you get higher up, like, oh, but then a it's still more. an opportunity for a push. Yeah, that's true. But at <laughs> your one point, your, no, your point either has to be half points only or or not at all. Like, all right, fine, I'll go half points only. And, and that's yeah. actually an interesting yeah. point. I yeah, thanks. That. That's where I was going. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I, I like the half points. Kind of interesting, right? It's an interesting thought. And it's also my theory too around Super Bowl time because everybody's watching everybody for a variety of different reasons, mostly for the game. But those rookie betters like L.A. Shore Parks. Uh, I like the theory of going by whatever they say and betting a ticket there because, you know, there's no, like, heavy detailed interest. Yeah, it's just it's like making picks when, like, you know, people have, like, whatever, like their baby yeah. make a pick. You right. know, like, you just... I'm going to read Warren Sharp's, you know, Super Bowl preview. Huh, I read that, and it was very good, but it it's very, 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 v- very detailed. Yes. And then I'm just going to ask, you know, Elliot, what do you think? And then and then kind of just base it on that. Well, uh, Jimmy G's a winner. so Yeah, well, there, and, and that's why uh, I'm probably – there is some Jimmy G questions as we uh, get into the props, and the best way to do that, of course, is download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app uh, now or uh, go to parkscasino.com slash PA. Use the promo code Birds, just like the podcast, birds, and get a free risk bet up to five hundred dollars. Uh, your risk-free bet will be refunded in a in a free bet account uh, uh, with uh, site credit. See website for details. Use promo code Birds and get your first bet risk-free up to uh, five hundred dollars. Must be twenty-one to play. If you have a gambling problem, we don't. One eight hundred Gambler. Basically, all they're telling you is you get five hundred dollars, you get another five hundred dollars to bet with. 
and it's a, it's a phenomenal. So if I, if I deposit five hundred, I get an extra five hundred. That's right. Yeah, that is right. Five hundred to it's bet with. Pretty good. Sounds like a no-brainer. You to keep me. the I mean, profits. I don't know why you do that. Yeah, this is it's a especially. Uh, for the, the Super Bowl season. Uh, yeah, well, you got to get in now. And, I mean, and I one call more it season because go hard, and then <laughs> well, you can bet on basketball. Especially now stuff, that I know what a push is, I feel like oh, I'm ready yes. to go. I so think you you're ready to go. Push here. Was, no, I knew what a push I was. Would, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one has money, gets money. <laughs> I'm excited tonight because it's my first time doing games. It's my first time doing some new segments. Yeah. But uh, we got some pretty big news, actually, because L.A. Shore Park's got an email today. Uh, you want to tell us what that's all about? So I have seen All or Nothing, the ah, Eagles show. Yeah. Amazon Prime show, yeah. <laughs> Let me say this. If there was ever any doubt that the Go Birds pod is the official pod of Eagles Nation, it is done. Like, you guys are the stars of the show. <laughs> oh, wow. You are in I haven't it. seen it in a You are in it throughout, before and after yeah, each game, wow. all types of, like, emotion, you know, like excited at the beginning of the year. Obviously, James was very optimistic. That, that <laughs> comes, nervous a, comes that, across yeah. in the show. I Barchard, in this team. Barchard being sad after the Vikings loss. Was, they put that in there? Yeah. Oh, oh, Barchard was like super no. sad. Although I will say they didn't put the full depth of okay, your depression. Yeah. Like, okay, it was, I was God. worried about him, to be completely <laughs> honest. I, yeah. I wanted to go give him a hug while we were recording. Yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. It was bad. Um, yeah. But yeah, you guys are all in it, so go That's Birds. amazing. How about that? We, we run it. We made it to the All or Nothing program. Yeah. Yes. Thanks to uh, Amazon and the folks over at NFL Films for coming out and hanging with us at Mayfair and the studio. And uh, it'll be kind of a, a nice little time capsule because that is the last time that we are in the old WIP studios. And, yep. Uh, a lot, yeah. of, lot of WIP in general. Angelo's Good. in there a lot. And, like, I don't want to ruin it for people that haven't watched it. So I won't give away what's in it and what's not in it. But I will say... Very heavy theme of what it's like to play in Philadelphia and to deal with the media. Mm. <laughs> Very heavy. I think the Eagles okay. need to, Eagles need to like man up a little. Like, All right, you get it. You play in Philly. You get to play in a lot of primetime games because of that. Like no more of these excuses of like no one believes in us and everyone's always picking us to lose and like blah blah blah. Like just get, I feel like it's old at this point. Oh, I like. All that. right, nice. I'm actually with you. Look, I, I I have always long had the belief and before I did this for a living, whatever. Like if you play and look. Again, taking aside horrific things that people say, like, you know, saying right. something about people's family that's awful or saying you should die or some horrible thing like that, taking that off the table. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, if you sign up to be a professional athlete, you make a lot of money, you get to play a game for a living. Like, this comes with the territory. I'm sorry. Being criticized is part of the gig. Like, nice. it just is. And and you have to have a thick enough skin, and you don't have to listen. You're in control. So you don't have to uh, be on social again, media. Again, aside from horrible, uh, racist, all that, like, that should never be said about anyone in any situation. We know that. But like, outside of that, I think it is just fair game. Like, I'm sorry. You should be criticized for what you do on the field if you do a bad job. That's what yeah, it is. It's a lot of, like... Uh, you know, after they lose, like, oh man, people are going to be saying this about us, or like coming, you know, like all <laughs> types everybody of those is. things. Yeah, <laughs> saying like saying those things specifically. Yeah. You too. Oh, but, hey, like, all man. right. Um, Can't wait for that. Yeah, no, it was it was enjoyable though. I would say, cool. like, again, like I would imagine everyone listening to this pod follows the team very closely every single day. So like, there's nothing really where you're going to be like, whoa. But it was just, you know, it's cool to see the guys interact. Like Brandon Graham. Just the best guy. Love like, that just guy. Of, of the all time. Just like, yeah. love that guy. And I'll say this with full confidence of just like, his smile is just amazing. Oh, it's, infectious. It's, yeah. It's You're just not like, an infectious smile, but that is laugh is just smile. like unreal. Like, and also there's a scene where he's in Detroit with his family and his dad's there. 
And his dad has like you can see where he gets nice. like the smile from. That's really cool. Like there's a lot of that. Um, Avante Maddox and Goddard's friendship is highlighted they quite well. They live together, right? They live or together. Yeah. Play all types That's of good. games yeah. together. Um, not a lot. So like, I guess I'll just actually talk about it. <laughs> I don't want <laughs> yeah, to reveal too much, but a lot of Carson. But like not a lot of as Carson. As you would expect. Yeah, but not a lot of behind the scenes Carson. Mm-hmm. Mostly just Also as you would expect. Yeah, it, yeah, honestly the whole show I will say is you know when they'll release like those mic'd up tapes the Eagles put them out the day after. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the show essentially. Yeah, that's yeah. uh okay. Yeah, I mean that and uh, honestly that's kind of what the the Super Bowl DVD is too because we've, yeah, we've like been that. through all that but it's still exciting to kind of go back and watch yeah, it yeah it's fun I think Eagles fans will really enjoy watching it they got three it. familiar voices that are narrating it exactly. too which is pretty freaking awesome the one thing I'm excited the I'm one thing I can tell yeah, yeah, this is jacked awesome. up this is yeah. awesome look at you yeah, come on it. a, every little kid that ever dreamed about I mean I grew up on NFL films yeah, that's what too. made me a football yeah. fan yeah. and the fact that they're right across the river and that they just like hey let's come hang out can we come sh-? I didn't we didn't know I had no idea we're just like yeah shocking if you want to use this for just shows like when it comes to the pods that have the most emotion and the best analysis like it's no birds i mean it is like i didn't hear any other pod on there i didn't hear anything else i mean there you go there you go so uh excited for that and uh you know i'm sure we'll we'll do a full review once it's out so you guys can the one thing i do wish is so hard knocks is on like you know like sunday 10 o'clock and everyone watches it together you wish there won't be that with this i feel the same way everyone will watch it at different times like yeah so that's the one thing I think is disappointing. It'd be fun to like go through it with everyone on Twitter. I will say, seeing it in advance, like it would be absolutely horrifying and watching it live with everyone, like being like, <laughs> "What's coming next?" Like, did I say this? But like having seen it, it's just I think it's going to be a really fun for everybody. Nice. Oh, yeah. good. Uh, I'm mean, into February seventh, right? That drops February seventh. Amazon yeah. Prime. So uh, yeah, uh, open up uh, your DMs there, Seltzer, and uh, <laughs> apparently, and get ready for uh, you know who sucks at DMs. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I never look at him. Uh, well, that's a uh, perfect segue into. Oh, that's interesting. Ooh. As uh, is that the name of the game? Uh, it's the it's the name of the segment. This isn't well, really like a that. game, but okay. I, I, I want to get your thoughts on a couple of things that I've seen over the last couple of days. Here's the biggest one, and this kind of ties into what are they doing at slot? You know, and what what is the plan here at slot and in safety and all these other things? According to one Tony Pauline, who uh, had a little uh, mailbag. Nugget here today, a couple of them. One, the biggest one out of that, the Eagles eyeing up Ryan Logan and maybe going the after Titans him. So Logan yeah, Ryan, you're Logan talking Ryan. about. Logan Ryan. I, fl- I, yeah. I, I fl- threw I, me I, off there. I'm like, oh, God, I don't know this guy. Who's this I guy? typed it, Ryan Logan, and I, I you know. When the, the two years I covered the Senior Bowl, I like obviously knew who none of those guys were going right. into it. And my biggest worry when they handed out the rosters, they didn't say who was which was the first and which was the last name. Ah, so buddy. for a lot of guys, I like did you know the whole like lot of Williams Doug or yeah, like that type sure. of thing. So, but anyway, <laughs> Logan Ryan. Yeah, I I, uh, I mean I would prefer that over someone like you know Byron or you know if we're talking about any other you know your Charles uh, uh, sure uh, man uh, Charles random last name who is uh, the slot corner for the Broncos oh Chris, Chris Harris, Harris. Man, man it's been a long day you are uh, off on the names today <laughs> all of these other names that we have mentioned before and it seems like they just have a, a stack of bodies that can really do a lot of different things Logan Ryan's another example of that it's not even uh, that much different from what Jim Schwartz has been establishing since he's gotten here they like guys that can do multiple things. Logan Ryan's exactly that, where you can go, you know, slot outside safety pretty comfortably, but 
had a pretty phenomenal year on the outside uh, with yeah. the Tennessee and, Titans. And he's a guy that I don't remember what year he was a free agent. So I don't know if it was a chip year or not, but I do know that when he was a free agent, it was, I think it was the year before the Eagles played them in the Super Bowl, right? It was. Because he wasn't on that Super Bowl team, was he, right? I don't no. believe so. I think he went there and then Malcolm Butler came the next year and joined him there. I think that's right. I think I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure that's right because it was Vrabel's so like first year. Yeah, there. you're right. Yeah, okay, yeah. but I guess the overall point I'm making is when he was a free agent, the Eagles really tried to sign him hard. Like he Ooh. had a, they had a ton of interest in him. And the reason. So that would be Howie is the point. Th- that's my yeah. point. So if it was Howie, then it I think that, that's noteworthy. Yeah, so it's not, it's not overly surprising, I guess, that they would have interest. But um, yeah. I, I would like it. I mean, if he played well on the outside last year, I don't want to sign a nickel corner. I like Avante there. I like Cravon there. I agree. If you move Avante, I like Cravon there. If you don't, like, I have no interest in paying big money for a guy that plays the best at nickel. Yeah, I agree. And uh, like I said, that's why I like Byron Jones more than Chris Harris. And Jones obviously could play safety as well, has played safety. Um, but I, I, yeah, I like Logan Ryan, uh, former Patriot. He's a good player. Um, Tony Pauline seems to be locked in on the Eagles cornerback news, huh? He's, he's a very like the underrated reporter. Yeah, he's, he, awesome. he's been around forever. Tra- big draft guy, Tony Pauline. All right, so and I'm, lo- he I'm does looking know up the story. Because so. I was the one that broke the news that they had interest in him. It was 2017 is when he was a free agent. Oh, March okay. 2017. Right, so that would have so been right after before, the 2016 yep, season. So and he's I was a local right, guy. Right, the year before the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, he's a local guy. He's from New Jersey. Yeah, I knew he was a local guy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, so that's an interesting name. Yeah, and it seems like he's trying to get back because of that, too, even though we hear that a lot about free agents. That was kind of like the Macklin thing of, oh, he wanted to go back home to Missouri or whatever. One thing I think that's interesting, and again, like with these type of things, and I'm not questioning Tony at all because he's a great reporter with these type of things, and he always gets a ton of information down at the Senior Bowl. Uh, I do think you'll see a lot of corners linked to the Eagles for obvious reasons, but I think the fact that you're seeing so many links so early tells me they're not bringing back Darby or Mills. Yeah. Or I would be surprised. Like they yeah, would certainly Darby. They would bring them back if um, like they didn't get the guys they wanted and there wasn't a market. But I don't. I would be surprised if Darby's definitely not back. Yeah. But I think Mills better shot. But I would be surprised by him too. Second nugget. Oh, that's interesting. And this is coming from. A bunch of different people heard uh, Adam Kaplan had said uh, these names. Jeff McClain had said these names. Um, uh, now, Matt uh, Mayoko, I believe that's his. The uh, Niners reporter? Yeah, 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 I think, I think it's Mayoko. Uh, and, uh, yeah, for uh, the uh, NBC Sports uh, San Francisco or the Bay or whatever it was, had a big article on, on Mike McDaniel from the San Francisco 49ers and, of course, uh, the LaFleur brother that is uh, also uh, with uh, Kyle Shanahan. I think it's Mike. Mike LaFleur. Uh, Mike, the Mike and Mike show. So, apparently, these two guys are superstar rock stars ready to be potential head coaches in a year or two. Um, I know that, uh, oh, the, the reason why McLean and all that, yeah, they said that the Eagles had interest in this, and everybody kind of got excited, and then you start reading this article, and, and this is the, the roadblock that keeps happening with stuff like this. A quote, a year ago, Shanahan denied permission to McDaniel LaFleur to leave for coordinator positions with Arizona and Green Bay, respectively. Those jobs did, did not include play-calling duties, and for that reason, Shanahan said, well, there are already coordinators for there, so he's going to block you for that. Um, there's been some speculation that maybe their contracts are expiring, and that's why they're Which going to see interest. Um, there was kind of trying to I think less. Why would they want to come together. here if you're not going to be calling plays? I mean, well, I guess that's there too. It's yeah. a well, pay promotion. Yeah, and all that, but, but it's also like with Shanahan. I mean, I think Shanahan's even more uh, controlling of the offense than Doug. I would say, like, maybe I don't know what it's like to work for Shanahan. I, don't I mean, either. I think it's the same thing where. 
Doug is always going to get credit for the offense. Well, they can't, they're not Mike both Rowe's always going to get right? the blame. One's run game, one's passing game. Right. Oh, wow. So yeah, they, so, that's, a, that's a cheap way to make it so that you can't uh, yeah. you can yeah. block this. I would guess if contracts up, and I do think the reason you would do that is because you're not a co-coordinator anymore, so right. it would be a step up if you're one of those two guys to come here and be the, the lead guy. And for what it's worth, that would make – like. Right now, we're just like, why does no one want to come here? This, that. Like, it would make sense if they are going for someone in the Super Bowl that that person, we all talked about with Kafka, right. and then we found out it wasn't going to be Kafka, but that could be a reason why they have not announced anything yet, why we're all kind of killing them for it. And there yeah. was that rumor that they're going to be announced next week, we heard. So, that at least from that perspective, maybe one of those two guys would make sense, and it could be an upgrade because you're in charge of the whole offensive coordinator position. Tuesday so, after the Super Bowl? I, yeah, I, th- I think it'll be soon. And, and my advice that I would give to like let's say one of these guys called me and said Elliot should I take this job my advice would be you know what maybe I'm underestimating play calling but you're playing for you're going to be coaching for one of the best franchises in the league you're going to be coaching for one that gets a ton of attention if the Eagles offense is good next year you will be a head coach candidate if you're a coordinator here without question Mike Groh was listed as one and for whatever you think of what he did right so and Frederick got a job so if I'm one of these guys like I know you're not calling plays but I would rather come to Philly a team that you know is at worst going to go nine and seven like they're not going to be bad the offense is probably going to be really good other than like you know go to Carolina where yes you call plays but like what do you have there? I mean, well, you Joe Brady McCaff- already went to Carolina. No, well, that's what I mean. Right. Like, so I, I can see why, like, the top guy, you're going to call plays. But I don't think that – I think that the candidates, if they're doing this, are making a mistake dismissing the Eagles simply because they're not – just, just because you're not calling plays. Uh, I disagree. I, okay. I think this is – like, if San Francisco wins the Super Bowl, what's the difference? I'm not saying I'd leave San Francisco, but my, my only point I'm making is to not come to the Eagles just because you're not you're calling saying. plays. Like, you – if. To me, getting a coordinator job, yes, it's about calling plays, but it's also just about being one of those names that's listed and just, like, getting people excited about you. And that will happen in Philadelphia. Like, whatever your opinion of Carson Wentz is, that you're coming here and there's a a good chance, like, the Eagles' offense could be top 10 next year, right? I mean, they were terrible most this year and still finished, you know, 12th or 13th or around there. So if they just get a little bit of improvement, Doug had, Doug's better, Carson's better, they get receivers. Like These Eagles Eagles could be a top five or six offense next year, and if you're the coordinator of a top five or six offense, just because you're not calling plays does not mean you won't get the job. Well, and also, to be fair, the, the jobs for offensive coordinators calling plays are dwindling. I mean, we're seeing right, way yeah. more head coaches who are hired good because point. they call plays, because they're offensive masterminds. So there really aren't a ton of those jobs. And, and also, obviously, the Eagles, the last offensive coordinator spot, not filled, right? So th- there aren't... There's nothing right. else this season, but specifically just in general, if you're just waiting for an offensive coordinator job where you call plays, that might never happen, you know, for because because it might be a spot where they fire the head coach too, and they want someone else to come in and right. call plays. Yeah. So it's it's I think you're just if you keep waiting for that at a certain point, you have to kind of make a call. You know, you might not get that opportunity. And the other thing I've heard in a, in a and what's our just a quick check in two days later panic level still the same for I don't honestly, I don't think I don't, it matters. I don't even care who they hire so <laughs> yeah, like I'm not going to be I'm panicked at that about point this. too they, yeah, they could was, hire a co- really they could hire a coordinator like the first day of training yeah, yeah. yeah. The, what I, I will be. say is I have I have done like I've not loved the way the thing has played out with people turning down this and that if they are hiring someone who's in the Super Bowl right now that will make me feel a little bit better about it because it's not just like well they can't get anybody yeah. it's like all right they got somebody they're just waiting for i think the only move that would cause me to react in a negative way would be the promotion of press taylor and Which that's is, probably it yeah. I, I, I will i will i will cuz then it's a then it's then it's an issue i will grow yeah. at that point yeah, like, i agree yeah. i will be mad if they and that's it. I actually kept thinking about when you dropped. Because at that point, then, like, I understand if they don't want Deuce as their offensive coordinator. That's like an actual slap in the yeah. face yeah. to Deuce Ellie. That's like 
screw you, dude. And again, like, like we don't care about you at all. So yeah. if, you, if you think the offense needs to change from last year, like what was Press not? Did he have some secret playbook he wasn't telling people? Like he was in the building. Like so, yeah. I wouldn't. That would be the only one where I'd be like, "What's going on here?" Yeah, I'm. I I thought about uh, Ben McAdoo uh, the last couple of days since you said yeah. that, and I just go, you know, he would be a great bad cop. Like he is an asshole. And so, and like, so, like that would. I go all right. In that perspective, I understand. But when you're bringing it something like offensively, uh, I would think if you're going to bring in Ben McAdoo, your goal is to get the ball out quickly because essentially he's Mike McCarthy. Right. So that scares me a little bit on that side. But as long as he can be bad cop and backup Doug, I think I'm okay with that. So and I'd be fine. I've been thinking about it too, and I feel like there's just certain people in the NFL you know are not going to succeed. Jay Gruden, Pat Shermer, <laughs> like yes. Ben McAdoo to me is just one of those people. I, yeah, I, I Jay Gruden's going to be a really he was he, he did succeed as an offensive coordinator. Like Jay Gruden yeah. was a really good offensive coordinator in Cincinnati. Uh oh, I think he's going to be good again. I mean, he wasn't a great head coach, so I just no. Oh, I agree with that, but still, that doesn't oh, mean yeah. that he's a bad offensive coordinator. I, I think my final verdict on McAdoo is I don't care if they hire him, but I would not be enthusiastic. Oh, no, I won't be enthusiastic. I would be be like, I guess I I don't. I just feel like McAdoo is not something you want attached to your franchise. Yes. Uh, At this point, again, why why is it taking so long if you're hiring Ben McAdoo? True. Very true. Yeah. Unless you, yeah. yeah. Unless they just want to make sure due diligence, all that other fun stuff. That's why we kind of, you know, go through the cycle of all these things and get excited when we hear a different name come up. Uh, Gentlemen, are we ready to play our first big game of the night? Yes. Yes. Finally. Uh, We're going to I thought the last one was a game. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to. It was just a name segment. Just a name segment. I'm going to it. Uh, We're going to start off light, uh, and this won't be a a repeat because it's specifically. For the Super Bowl. Yes, right. You've guessed it. It's Super Bowl trivia time. Hey! But we're going to do it with a little twist because I really like Seltzer's buzzing idea. Ooh, so I like that. Ooh. I, I'm going to incorporate this somehow in one of the games. But what I want you to do in, in properly buzzing in yes. is your best South Philly accent. And <laughs> I know the answer to that. I hate doing it. Oh, I, I know. That's the, <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, I got to get. I'm going to force the guys to do an impression Delta or an accent Jack. every time. I might not <laughs> buzz in. kidding, bro? You can go, yeah, yay. no, for this one, yeah. Yay. I know <laughs> the answer, bro. <laughs> it's not this great. feels like this is just <laughs> <laughs> going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Uh, all right. So the first question, who kicked the, and this is all multiple choice, uh, who kicked the longest field goal in Super Bowl history? Was it A, Steve Christie from the Bills? Jason Elam from the Broncos, Jeff Wilkins from the Rams, or D, John Casey from the Panthers? Yo, I think I need the answer, yo. <laughs> James? I think it's John Casey. John Casey is incorrect. Uh, incorrect. Read the other options The floor again. is yours. So we have A, Steve Christie, B, Jason Elam, C, Jeff Wilkins. The second one. Second one, Jason Elam. B. You lost because you didn't do Delco accent or anything. Yeah, also incorrect. I I knew it wasn't going to be Elam because Elam has the longest regular season, so I knew that was a trick answer there. Steve Christie, 59 yards. Wow, he kicked a 59 yard. What year was that? Or like what what Super Bowl, I guess. Yeah, one of the four. One of the the four that wasn't Scott. (laughs) One of the kickers. One of the three. Oh, one of the three. That's right. Uh, The last one, then, I I would assume there. So, uh, all right. uh, John Casey had a long one in that Super Bowl. I didn't realize. Good stuff. Second question, if I'm telling you to go rewatch Super Bowl XLVI, which which Super Bowl am I talking about? A, Super Bowl 40, B, Super Bowl 31, 
C, Super Bowl 27. D, Super Bowl 46. Uh, I feel like I'm I taking the SATs. Oh yeah! <laughs> Super Bowl Forty Six. Correct. That is one. I was see I, yeah. Roman yeah. numerals. I wasn't yeah. sure like who I was. Yeah. Gonna. I, can, I can do right. It's easier if I if I see it. If I'd written it down, I would have been quicker. But I thought I had it. Uh, <laughs> no chance on that. Yeah. Do you understand? I gave Roman up. Numerals or no? no, I gave up. Like <laughs> I gave up. That That's really a, why I put it in there because I wanted to see. Derisive. No, that was like. Yeah. A, why would I do? What the, I mean, crazy? like, what do we even use Roman numerals for at this point? <laughs> just just Super, Bowls. Super Bowls. Yeah, just put the number. Like, <laughs> what was the Eagles? Su- Eagles was LVII, it's a good take, right? Actually, I don't hate that take. I think yeah, Eagles was LVII, and I think yeah. I've typed it a bunch. I feel yes. like that feels correct. I'm gonna look it up. Uh, all right, next question. Seltzer up one to nothing. How many times has the Super Bowl been tied at halftime? <laughs> a. <laughs> These questions I are insane. No idea about this. A one, B three. C five D none. Uh, I'm uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> not doing any. Well, I don't know any of these. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna say none because of the question. None. Uh, shameful on you because you should know better. Okay. The Eagles tied at halftime. That's right, seven to seven. Patriots. Oh, they the were tied. Oh, the first, first Super Bowl. Okay. They oh, were the tied second Super Bowl. That was against the Patriots. The first Super Bowl. Not the, not the first, Raiders. You're talking about. No, no, yeah. First, uh, f- oh, sorry. Yeah, so it was second, against my the Raiders. Bad, my bad. Yeah, yeah. The the. Patriots, second First Super Bowl. Bowl. So yeah. it, Andy Reid Super Bowl. <laughs> well, he just said it, wasn't it? One? No, no, well, he hasn't. He just said champion. Okay, name the other ones. I so mean, we have one, three, guess. or five. A, B, one, or three C. One, three, or five. All right, my, my accent's going to be Howard Erskine. It's <laughs> 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 kind of cop. I have a guy. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I'll allow it. Five. That is incorrect. It is three. Oh, I almost guessed that. That's three, a really three, hard three. question. Yeah. Like, no one it doesn't happen that often. Show one, no one should know How'd you that. think of asking yeah, that question? Like, how did you Super find Bowl that questions. out? How did you find that I don't out? think saying how many times the Super Bowl and tied at halftime is a yeah. simple question. Uh, no, these are, this is the... I, oh, all right. I don't know. Uh, like if we were playing Quizzo at a bar, people would be like... people were like, who's the only quarterback to ever throw for six touchdowns in a Super Bowl? <laughs> Nick Foles. No, that's kidding. Doug yeah, Williams, right? No. Oh, my God. Really? I thought that was an easy one. Do you not know either? See, we don't know shit about the Super Bowl. That's, let me, that's let the, me think. So obviously only one quarterback game. is ever. Doug thrown Williams for did six not throw now. six. I think he threw. No, I think he threw four. Timmy Smith won the MVP. All right, who was it? Right, Steve Young against oh, the Chargers. Oh, six was, touchdowns. Fifty-eight to seventeen or whatever it was. It was uh, no forty-nine to twenty. That was to get the monkey off my back. Uh, I think forty-nine to twenty-five, maybe yeah. something. Like that. Uh, it's the most points ever scored in a Super Bowl for what it's. Been. All right. Well, this this next question, not necessarily fifty-five to ten. <laughs> He's like, this is the hard to one. ten was the Montana <laughs> where they put it fifty-five. Was Montana? Who was the Broncos. right guard? And uh, yeah. no, the the <laughs> first famous Super Bowl commercial was advertising which products? <laughs> what? Oh, I think I actually know this. How? how, how okay, go ahead. We'll read the A Coca-Cola. Yeah. B. Xerox, <laughs> uh, C. Noxzema, D. Levi's. Ooh, okay. So I think it's. I think. All right. I got no idea. Howard Erskine. Howard Erskine. I'm, I'm gonna say Coca-Cola. Wasn't it the, the fridge? Coca-Cola. Incorrect. All right. I think, I, think right. I know what it is. You. <laughs> give me another. Uh, give me the, the choices again. So uh, Xerox, Noxzema. It's not Noxzema. Levi's. It's weird that Noxzema is in there. Which ones are you? I'm gonna give you a um, hint. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say Xerox. Yep. Incorrect. You should have gone with Noxzema. Noxzema? <laughs> Noxzema. It's also Clears a it up. very amorphous question. Like, like, and it's not the right word, but like, <laughs> like, how do we know what the first big Super Bowl commercial was? Well, wasn't the... 
Well, right. What was the commercial? Like, how, how, how was in where he was running through an airport? How do we? Wasn't my question is like, how do we know that's like that? This was definitely the first big. This feels Super like an commercial. opinion question. Yeah, like, that's my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me, I do this every Friday with Pete the Hammer. Oh, like, boy. you gotta be specific. What was the commercial? Uh, I I don't remember the and commercial. also what's the product? Did you just Noxzema. get this question from somewhere and you just ran with it? What's Noxzema? This one, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Do you guys question. know what Noxzema is? I I'm doing my hammer official protest to this question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back and listen to this one in the bathtub, like Joe does. Should I even bother uh, with the last question, or should we just move on? Is it as bad as the last one? All right, last question. Uh, what did the ticket cost to go to Super Bowl one? Okay, that's a that's just better a, yeah, than the last. One. Is, okay, yeah. uh, A twenty eight to thirty five dollars. Uh, B got ranges twenty three to twenty seven dollars. C thirteen to seventeen dollars or D six to twelve dollars. I think the reason I'm struggling with these questions is because it's hard to remember what. Yeah, yeah it's, a, <laughs> it's one of the last two. I'll go. I'll go. It's the average ticket price. The yeah, it's just the range. Yeah. 28 to 35, 23 to 27. No, no, I know. I'm going with one of the You should have done it in Roman numerals. It's either 6 to 12 (laughs) or 13 to 17. I will go 6 to 12. Bing! And that clinches it. (laughs) Two to nothing victory for Super Bowl. Good job. I feel like you've won all the games. Can I yell I won the (laughs) beat-off? I won the (laughs) (laughs) beat-off! Actually, yeah, should we make that a rule that everybody has to yell? Uh, mm. I win the beat off. I'll literally never be on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe people would like that. Yeah. I'm happy no one heard me. That's here at the uh, Park South Philly, and no one looked <laughs> yes. over after that one. That could, that could have been a, a weird one for people. Uh, ladies what and are gentlemen, they recording back there. I yeah, I was like, what are they doing? What are they? What are they? It's it's, <laughs> it's the uh, Go Birds Beat Off podcast. <laughs> uh, the uh, props, 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 gentlemen. Yes. We made it here. It's time. Right. It's time. It's time. Um, I just have to officially say. The Parks Parks best bet of the Super Bowl. I'm starting there because you know what I it like is, this. right? What is it? You know exactly what this is. Oh, Jimmy G for MVP? Yeah, Jimmy G for MVP. No, it is not. Oh, okay. The Elliott Shore Parks, you know exactly what I'm going to bet for you on the Super Bowl. Because I feel like it's got to be Jimmy G Your person of interest is in it. Oh, Jordan he's Matthews. Not, he's not playing, though. He's yeah, inactive. He'll be inactive. Doesn't matter. I'm putting, <laughs> You're still putting Jordan it. Matthews plus 2,202. He's just score a touchdown. Wow, <laughs> that's a horrible bet. He is going to be an active. No, you know, no, I do hope. That's, that's look, the, I don't wish ill will on anyone, but it would be fun if someone got hurt to practice and he was active. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to be active. So I, I know he I think it's a bad bet. Uh, I, I can I say maybe something? I'll can I put this just, out here? Can brand. I put this out here? Yeah. I put money on Jimmy G to win the MVP. Boom! Wow, it's four to one odds. Like. I think they're going to win. The quarterback usually wins. All you have to do is throw yeah. like three like touchdowns, touchdowns and win. Okay. Yeah. Peyton Manning won it with one touchdown, one pick. I now, I, look, uh, is Raheem Moser going to get four touchdowns again? I don't think so. I also put kind of like a couple bucks on George Kittle, too. Here, here's what I'll say. If, if, if the odds. Niners win, the MVP will be either Jimmy G or like Richard Sherman. It'll be Or like, George Kittle. That's why I, no, I don't think George Kittle. 11 to 1 odds. If yeah, plus one thousand. Yeah, but the thing it. is, if he has a monster dollar, game, right? that's but if, what I did. Yeah. But if <laughs> he has a monster game, Garoppolo will also be having a monster game. <laughs> True, it'll likely be Garoppolo. Right. But I, you could see a, a situation where Kittle has like one eighty-eight and two touchdowns, and Garoppolo has like two hundred and two touchdowns. I would I would it. bet you anything that if Garoppolo is two hundred, that Jimmy that Kittle if, doesn't have one hundred and eighty-eight. If of them. Kittle, no, all right, one, <laughs> if Kittle has one fifty and Jimmy G has two hundred and ten yards or something, if Kittle, if Kittle's the guy, all right, I'll make you a bet that if I don't think it will be. I'm just saying it was eleven to one odds. Okay, well, eleven to yeah, one. All right, put well, a dollar here, on it to here, win eleven. Yeah. 
All right. Savage. I'm getting wild with my bets. Zoe's going to be swimming college in college. college. <laughs> yeah. college All right. So you guys are both taking Jimmy. I am obviously putting shekels down on my boy, George Kittle. Because just if he murks some son of a bitch yeah. and goes 86 yards, and that's like a game-winning touchdown or something So here's like what I'd say for Richard Sherman. I don't know what his odds are. Uh, Richard Sherman is plus 4,000. Those are good odds. Here that's would be my odds. argument for it. I get the if argument. If they can somehow yeah. clo- shut down the Chiefs offense, like it's going to be a defensive and player. Richard has Sherman pick, has the name. Like If he has a pick. Yeah. And yeah, look, I mean, Malcolm Smith won an MVP a few years ago. Like it happens. I I think the best bet, just talking MVP, the best bet is Jimmy G. Yeah. Him. Like, is he still four to one? He still, was still, yeah, plus two seventy five. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so a little under four. Yeah, to one, yeah. So more like three to one. But I, I still mean, think he's the best bet. Like the odds went down. I guess other people thought it was the best bet too, and put money on it. Yeah. From four to one to you know. Two I actually like in a game with two elite quarterbacks, and you can get one at four to one. Like. Well, it's not four to one anymore, but yes, even even two point seven five to one is still right. Well, speaking of that, then let's stick with with Jimmy G for a second because I actually, I don't, <laughs> I'm taking the under on this one. Jimmy G three hundred yards passing, three hundred wow, yards. That's and a the half over under. Passing. Yeah. Wow, it's that high after yeah. the game. He just threw eight passes in. That Jimmy seems G. really high for the over. Let me triple check that, but I'm I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what I saw. The over under three hundred and a half. I'm like floored by. It. I would have guessed it'd be like. 220. Yeah, I would is guess the. Over. I would bet the something. under on that. But I think Jimmy G's gonna have a good game. Like, I yeah. glad you agree. <laughs> I definitely would take the under. Under. I told. I just told you. I bet I'm gonna win the MVP. All right. All right what do I need to do? Is that is that not commitment to the cause, it, Elliot? If you're riding with Jimmy G or not, like I need to know right now. I bet on him. <laughs> okay, Jimmy so gorgeous. you're a Jimmy G. You're pro Jimmy, Jimmy G. Jimmy gorgeous. Yes. Yes. And just because I don't uh, think Wentz is. I think Wentz is better than him, but I still am pro Jimmy G. It's a conversation for another day. Yes, I am pro Jimmy G. Yes, I'm on your side in this debate. Maybe not as aggressively on your side as you are, but I'm on your side. Richie, not a Jimmy G guy. No, was not a fan He was, like, not happy when I said the Jimmy G comment. (laughs) Yeah, he did not like it. (laughs) See, like, I don't know. Jimmy at plus 275, and then Mostert's right there at 550. Is uh, I, I, I don't think Ricky Mostert is going to win. I don't think so either. I, I, I think just, that is that's what we call recency bias. Yeah, pro- uh, probably. But like, I mean, you're stuck. If we're talking about George Kittle at plus one thousand, why wouldn't you put a few shekels on plus five? Well, you would. The, the reason you would have is you would have done it when Mostert was eight to one, nine to one earlier yeah, in the week or true. last week, and now everyone's betting on him because he had four touchdowns, and he, it like just bet it down. I uh, here's the. Here- I just feel like as a macro thing, talking about this game, like for Kyle Shanahan. I think the fact that they ran so much the last game, like I just feel like he's gonna put it in Jimmy G's hand. Like that's what Shannon does. Shannon comes in and just does exactly what the other team is not expecting. Well, They're a little bit, you know. I think it, look, Casey's defense is not great. They're they did a good job against Derrick Henry, which makes me think they can shut down. Well, that's the run my if they thing have too. To. Like Shanahan is not a run first head coach. No, Shanahan's Shanahan, a whatever's going to beat yes, coach, and he has confidence in Jimmy G to beat the Chiefs if he needs to. And also, like all smart head coaches in this league, throw the ball first. Like they, he goes into every game hoping he can throw the ball, and then yeah. if they're like, you know what, the matchups dictate the run, then he'll do that, as we saw. But if I'm if I'm Shanahan, I look at this Chiefs defense and say, I feel better throwing it than I do, I do running yep. it. Uh, apologize. It's two forty. Is the over under? It's a little off. Somebody that sounds <laughs> way more <laughs> yeah, like yeah, what I was Somebody exactly. had it at three hundred and a half, though, and that was from USA Today. So wow. I just so you got to use the Parks person. app, Marcher. You goodness. should be getting nothing not that is not on the Parks <laughs> app. That's what I do. I go to the Parks app. I get my bets in, and I make some money. That is a that beautiful is right. thing. That is very very true. Uh, here's the other one I love. Will an offensive lineman score a touchdown? It's plus three th- thirty three hundred uh, on a yes. Here's kind of why I like it. Uh, Joe Staley, three career, Rex already, former tight end, 
It's Kyle Shanahan in the Super Bowl. That's an interesting one. I mean, put ten bucks on it. I wouldn't put ten bucks on it. I would put a dollar. I put a dollar to win thirty three, maybe. Yeah. It's an interesting bet. I didn't know Joe Staley had that going on. That's interesting. Yeah. If it were the Titans, I'd feel better about the bet. Touchdown, Maven, right. Dennis Kelly there. But Here's an interesting one, too, that uh, that is that flipped in that my mind that I, I didn't expect. 49ers score every quarter, yes, plus 165. I like that one. It never happens. Chiefs score every quarter, plus 200. It ne- ne- this never happens. Teams never score every quarter of the Super Bowl. That's one of those things that just doesn't happen. Do you have any? Wisdom, I'm just wisdom telling wisdom you from the past. Up. I feel like that's something that doesn't happen very often. I think it happened in the Eagles Super Bowl, right? But wait, no, they didn't. Did they score in the? Seven, the Eagles seven, scored in every quarter. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Eagles did. Well, well sure you only need Patriots one team too. to do it. Yeah. You don't need both teams. Yeah, you'd have to pick the right team. Yeah, I I thought the it's my specialty. I, I just thought the 49ers. Yeah. Plus I wouldn't take it. 165 was a little bit interesting. It seems low. Uh, I mean, the odds seem too low. Not that never. I'm sure it happens quite a bit. Here's I'm a just question saying, like, for you guys. I think the odds are not good enough for that. You point. know that game people play on Super Bowl Sunday where you like pick a square and you like put in 20 bucks. Yeah. Would you consider that real gambling or is that no. like no, no? That's just that's that's party games. luck. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. all I felt about it. Gambling, so sure. gambling. There's at least some element of skill to it. It's not just like pure right. unadulterated luck. Or at least in your mind, it is. Like you could be wrong and right. whatever. But at least you're going in with some sort of logic or something. Look, unless you're doing what Bartrand says and just saying, I'm just going to listen to some person who has no idea what they're talking about. Then <laughs> sure, luck is involved. But there's supposed to be some level of, of knowledge and skill. Involved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, as uh, yeah, I mean, is there was there any others that kind of stuck out to you? I mean, I have some first scores on here. I like, you know, Kittle with plus 900, Moser with plus 650, Hill at plus 750. The other interesting one, Mahomes' first-time score, uh, plus 2,000, kind of like that, too. Is just wait, a, wait, wait, Mahomes to score the first touchdown? First so he's touchdown, run it has it to be then. running. Yeah, yeah, it has to be running yeah. at plus 2,000. I don't think that's a bad one to, again, dollar, no, I mean, plus 2,000. Sure. Yeah, yeah, you might as well throw it out there. Odds. I don't, I don't love it, but it's decent odds. I mean, they're good odds. I think you that's like one odds? of those ones. Well, it's one of those ones where I think that's just like, oh, people score, saw him score a rushing touchdown last week. Let's pick him for first. I, I just think it's highly unlikely. And again, that's why the odds are plus two thousand. Yes, of course. But yeah, but I have. It's them, not one of my favorite long shots. The the anytime at plus two hundred with Mahomes, I think is a good bet too. Brita plus two eighty five, and then Kittle, uh, you know, plus one ten. Not the greatest odds in the world, but. More than likely, I think he's going to score a touchdown in this one too. So, uh, any other good uh, props that you guys saw? Those are those are basically my favorites. Do we have any like entertainment prop odds? Oh here? yeah, actually, right. you know what? Uh, there is so as, my wheelhouse. As, as James yeah, Silter likes stuff about Elliot knows. <laughs> yeah, <we> go. <laughs> Outfit uh, changes at halftime. <laughs> Elliot, I don't know if you know this or not, but James is a humongous fan of cross-platform uh, betting. Uh, oh I, yeah, I love that. The, uh, like cross sports, I mean, like excuse me. LeBron's and, points yeah, right. and then versus a team. That is exciting. I think it's super fun. Yeah, big fan. Uh, so here is our favorites from the uh, the Go Birds listeners here, and there was a, a really good one. If I can just scroll here and find it a little bit, uh, the oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Andy Reid in a coaching in a Hawaiian shirt. Yes. Plus fourteen hundred, no <laughs> minus ten thousand. So yeah, that won't happen. But I do love the idea. Here would be a boss move by Reed. Ready? He did it real quick on his last day with the Eagles when they, you know, he said goodbye to the the whole Novagary. He was wearing a Hawaiian shirt. It was Here's like what Reed should do: put on a Hawaiian shirt under whatever he's wearing, and then rip it off. Yes. <laughs> now the issue is it's Miami, so he's not going to yeah. have on like a coat. Like I would assume. Here's the thing: if you're Reed, do you go short sleeve or long sleeve? Hmm. 
Oh, I, I think you go long. I think you go long. He's a big boy, sleeve. though. He's a big boy. Yeah, yeah just, but I just feel like it's a Miami, lot of people down there. You can't down there. win a Super Bowl in short sleeves. That's a good, good point. I mean, <laughs> right? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I've never really thought about it. I think I go long Didn't, sleeve no matter what. Oh, yeah. Maybe like a, a long sleeve shirt underneath and then a shirt on top of that. I have a fun hypothetical question I want to ask later. Okay. Don't let me forget about it. All right. I will not. It just popped in my head. Here's the other one. This is from Dan Gold. Dan. Zion Williamson plus... Uh, or uh, six and a half points in the first half, or uh, yardage of the first punt versus the longest TD scored. This is some degenerate shit right here. I don't right even here. know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't even know what. That oh wait, is. wait, wait. Uh, uh, sorry, Zion's uh, plus six and a half greater than the first half total of scoring, uh, and also the. I'm already lost. So you're saying Zion's <laughs> first half points plus six and a half. Yeah. Six versus, and a half points. He's just goes, the entire both teams score. So whatever Zion has in the first half plus six and a half is the number versus the whole team scoring in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'll take the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a high too. scoring game. Uh, I'll sure, go with James. Yardage yeah. of the which first, which makes me kind of reconsider <laughs> my four quarters bet. I'll bet you one of those two teams scores in every quarter. Oh so. wow! Yeah, I, I feel like that's a yeah. fairly easy yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Dan, Here's, we have a good stat. Oh yeah, yeah. So I heard Ike Reese say this that I, Mahomes has had the ball I think fifteen times or. It was either maybe it was eighteen times in the in this playoffs. He's had the ball eighteen times. Every single time he's scored, except for five times when the drives ended just because of drops. But other than that, he's scored on every drive. It's pretty good. That is pretty good. <laughs> You're obviously not impressed, but that's I, fine. I mean, I'm you impressed. Know. You made it out to be like I think it's pretty I crazy. You say he scored like every time. I was like, wow, that's impressive. I mean, well, it's, I think every time except kidding, for the drops. I mean, I don't it's know. It's not as impressive as saying I, I don't know having a no uh, wide receiver over 500. I was just, I just about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I also thought you didn't like really give credit when drops are happening. It's like, oh, you got to, you know, it doesn't count. Like, dropping game winning touchdowns. Oh, that's on the quarterback. So, no one dropped Just play my home for that. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I will say they do address the Nelson drop in all or nothing. They should. Let's say, let's just say, Angelo was not happy about the drop. Well, he shouldn't have been. been. It was an outrageous drop. I am so excited for Nelson Aguilar to be gone. Ah. Bye, buddy. Uh, which is probably why they used. Thanks to for twenty seventeen. Right? Another another take. <laughs> See you later. Another takeaway from the show is, and I look like they were not a good team last year overall, right? Like they beat themselves a lot of those things, but it really does. There's so many moments in the show where I know what's going to happen, and I'm still sitting there like, well, you know what? Like if they if they beat the Dolphins, like <laughs> like, like like or like they're up fucking 28 to 14 on the Dolphins like you see him in week one with Deshaun and you're just like well this team's like really good yep. or they take the lead versus Atlanta and you're like okay they got this one or like <laughs> it's just so many parts where like I know what's gonna happen I was literally there and like I'm still like they're not that bad like it's okay <laughs> sounds like my life <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright so um, I told James and Elliot like beforehand like I had a billion games on here and that's on me cause I, I put a- but just get ready for the next time for truth or tweets, because I think that's going to be a hit. Ooh, uh, truth or tweet? That's a great name. I, it is a great name. I, uh, I feel like that could be a good app. Yeah, truth or tweet. I mean, I like yeah, that. it might be nice. A good viral content video. But uh, instead, I'll move on uh, to uh, what uh, what I think we're all collectively doing is the same thing, but calling it a different something. So my version of this is, I had no idea. Ooh. Hopefully some less numbers in this no, one. Oh, a lot, a lot <laughs> less numbers. Uh, and this is where you know we get to know uh, everybody a little, a little bit better. And uh, Elliot, I'm going to start with you. And this is actually a follow-up to a okay. previous podcast. Because when you first hosted, you asked, or you said, you didn't play football growing up. I did not. So what? It's a surprise of nobody. So what were you doing in middle school and high school if you weren't playing sports? 
Well, I was playing sports. Oh, just, just not football. football. Yeah, so okay. I played so what soccer. Sports were you I played soccer, and I was like legit pretty good for. Oh, of course. Like, you were. I, who's who's the better? Posi- what position did you play? I was. Come on, what do you think? I'm a what fucking a striker. Yeah. <laughs> How did I scored going? the goals, buddy? Like, I was a goalie back in the day. I was a, I really. Was a, I was a banging goalie. I, being goalie would suck. It was awesome. I mean, were you good? I was really good at it. Yeah, but then I was probably a better striker than you were a goalie. I could have scored on you. This guy. I didn't know. I didn't feel confident about it. I don't know. Maybe we'll do that one. We should. Who's a better better soccer player, you or your brother? Definitely my brother. My brother's definitely better. But, like, I think the reason he's better is because he was just more committed. So this actually fits my college story. This is very Elliot right here. I could have been the best. I I mean, (laughs) I I dominated the intramural league in my neighborhood. I, I was the GOAT. But, like, so I went to high school. I went to Central High School. And I'm freshman year. I didn't go out for the team because I was like, I just didn't really want to, but Mm -hmm. I wanted to, but I was like, I'm not actually going to do it. Mm -hmm. And then my sophomore year, I went out, I made it, and then I got put on academic probation. (laughs) (laughs) You were a bad Wait, What was your grade point average? I mean, I don't think, I definitely never failed anything, but like- D's-ish? Like C's. Yeah, okay. Yeah, D's. So you were a horrible student in high school too. Yeah. You're just a bad student. I'm just, I was, I really wish I would have emphasized learning more in my life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I get it. I just wasn't like, I took Spanish. I was not good at that. Like, so anyway, so I was very good at soccer in general, but life got in the way. Okay. All right. The funny thing too is, so I would say to myself like, all right, I'm not going to play soccer because I want to spend my freshman year like making friends. Mm -hmm. But like, I would have just made friends on the soccer team. Of course. And so my brother now. Like being on a football team was like, help like foster all kinds of relationships and friendships. And like, so my brother's really good at soccer and he's going to Temple next year and he's not going to play soccer and his reasoning's like, I just want to enjoy college. And I'm just like, ah. Just play soccer. Yeah, like, you'll you stay do. in great shape. You'll like, mm-hmm. yeah. But he's not. The ladies play. love you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's basically the whole reason I wish I would have played soccer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the ladies love me regardless. Oh, but, oh you man, know. this is a really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh-huh. no. So no football. But I did play soccer, and okay. also I made my basketball team in seventh grade. Oh, nice. JV. It's a very Joe DeCamp. I think it was. Right I think it was just like one that team. That was I don't such think. a Joe Uh I was on the seventh grade basketball team. No big deal. But I quit after I made it because I didn't feel like doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I never played in a game, but I did make the team. Excellent. Yeah, I knew I was nothing gonna make the team. Uh, I think I think the most important part is making it. After that, like <laughs> none of us are going pro. Yeah, like. seventh grade basketball team is a tough team to make. Man. It is, man. Real, Although I do remember real competitive. Old to Tommy make it. Timmons yeah. can't dribble with the left hand. In the basketball hand. tryout, yeah. someone made me fall. Like bro, like literally made me fall, and I was like, this was very embarrassing. <laughs> but I still made it. So my nickname was, of course, White Chocolate. Oh, After well, the basketball I mean, player. Did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the clarification. I, I am uh, I'm just amazed. I wish it I had It wasn't a, after the, you know, white chocolate, the candy? Yeah. No, it was not. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Do you, man, so what did, all right, what did you do when, uh, you, you, like, how With on, I, I'm just time, so like, confused <laughs> on, I made the team and I'm good now, so what did you do instead? Probably just like hung out, out, didn't study. Yeah, (laughs) hung hung out. out. Yeah, it's amazing. Flirted with girls. I mean, you know, know, no big deal. With my baggy jeans and my white shirt, my five X white tee. (laughs) I can't believe you did that. I went ice skating every Friday night. 
What? Yeah, that's like the social thing go. people All did. Right. Ice that. skating? Yeah. Cup, couple skating. You went to a weird school. Is that the one in, a, oh wait, where was that at? Where'd you grow so up So I went to Jenks Middle School in okay. Chestnut Hill. Jenks. And then there was the Wissahickon Skating Rink is where we went. Wissahickon Skating Rink. Skate, yeah. put the music I, hey, on. Hey, you want to go skating out tonight? We'll go <laughs> yeah, skating you know, It wasn't much different for us, but I don't know. You weren't a skater at all. So I went here, to the, no. here's a funny the Warminster story. Skate Rink. So here's a funny story. So... We're at the ice skating rink. Like was no one else just driving around smoking weed? Was I the only one <laughs> driving around smoking weed? What happened here? Going to fish concerts. Yeah, at 12 was I the only old. one doing that stuff? I know. I was, what was very Maybe much I'll save this funny story, guy. actually. Yeah, save it for the, yeah. for the next It'll never next come stuff. up ever, but it's okay. A, good. Yeah. Uh, all right, James. Uh, this is, I mean, I have had multiple conversations, but I've never gotten into the details of this. Ooh. You Ooh. always mention that you were a Hellraiser when you were young. Oh. What was the worst thing you did? I could see that, by the way. Just throwing this out. Oh, man. The worst thing I did. Well, I was also, I had a period of being a bad student, but it wasn't. What period? Like like, uh, high school ish, like early high school. (laughs) Like, no, like, like eight, like ninth, tenth. Ish. Yeah, that I was not good. Eleventh, right. I wasn't awesome. And what then type of grades year, are we I talking? Was like, great. Like you know, like same type of thing. C's. I got like a D in, in chemistry, but mostly because I hated my teacher. I made her cry once. I was like a, I was like a, I was like a class clown more than anything. Huh. I was like, I was like a punk. I was like a little punk. I was an asshole. When I, I could see you I being like, like, uh, like, yeah, I was just look. I, you know, I was going through stuff. My parents were getting divorced. I was a little fat kid. I was all like feisty, and yeah. like, you know. But yet you were a good goalie. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> no, I was a goalie. <laughs> I stopped playing soccer when I went to high school. So that was like seventh, eighth grade. I was a goalie. This is like kind of so before. Ninth answer grade his is when question. I really kind of like. And I have a funny story about me as a student. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> Oh, you want me to go now? No, no, I didn't. No, I just didn't like. You said answer this question. Oh, answer the question I'm already asking. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just didn't know like what was what. So, um, I mean, like we used to like we did some bad stuff that I'd done. Like we also did some. Yeah, come on, share something. (laughs) Like 50 minutes in, only the real ones are listening. Yeah, the diehards. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I've definitely like you know had some something really crazy, fun at some concerts, as it were. Partaking the extracurriculars, partaking in some things yep. that people do in those types of sure. situations. I've done all that kind of stuff. Um, I we used to do the trash can bowling, which wasn't great. Whoa, I don't know what that is. Oh, <laughs> it's not cool. I actually never bowled. I actually really felt awful about it, but I was in the car, so I'm complicit. But like where you would like drive up and oh, grab like real old bowling trash cans oh, yeah, yeah. and like roll them real hard into like mailboxes. Wow, you really were like something out of like a <laughs> yeah, uh, like yeah. Dennis the Menace yeah. or I something. Didn't, I hated it. My buddies were really into it. So yeah. I, was like, I was like in the car. I was it. petrified of breaking rules when I was younger. Oh like, my God. You no, still I was, are. I still am, yeah. So <laughs> so there was some movie with Jennifer Lopez. I th- it was it was like the one where she becomes a fighter oh, or something story, like that. I got another story, by the way, that okay, I'll good. tell in a sec. I oh. forgot an eighth grade story, so Jennifer let me not get away with She became a fighter. I think she was like getting abused or something. But anyway, so it was rated R, long story short. So it's rated R. I'm probably in like 10th grade. Like I'm not super young at this point. No, no. Are you serious? You wouldn't watch it because it was an RA movie? No, maybe it wasn't 10th. It was maybe 9th, but it was people from my middle school. So maybe it was like 8th or 9th And they were going and you wouldn't go? So they were going. So wait, no, this gets better. Enough? That was the name of the movie? Enough, yes, that was it. What year was that? Uh, 2002. So, so yeah, I, I was in like eighth grade, oh eighth, God, seventh grade. You, yeah. you are young. I was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, wow. Because okay. I, <laughs> I graduated, I'm pretty sure, in 2002, <laughs> middle school. So, <laughs> <laughs> I graduated high school in 2000. Do you have Keep that going. diploma hanging on your wall? <laughs> yeah. Well, so anyway, so I'm at the movie theater. Me and my friend are going to see something else. And we run into like this group of girls that we knew. And they're like, we're going to go see enough. And he's like, you guys should sneak in with us. And immediately I'm like, I'm petrified of doing this. <laughs> so we... But we do it. So, like, we're sitting in the theater, and I got so, like, felt bad and, like, afraid. I went and I sat out in the lobby no! and just oh, didn't go back no! in. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, was a nerd. I know. <laughs> okay, so 
eighth grade, same grade. I'll tell you a story of what I did. Um, one day, my buddy Kurt, who Bartrand actually knows. Oh, yeah, Kurt. Kurt, we go into school. And, like, yeah, we were little assholes in seventh and eighth grade, too. And that's not fair. I should have said that from the beginning. I was an <laughs> asshole there. Kurt uh, K, we're so talking we in, about? Yeah, Kurt K. Yeah. And Kurt's like, yeah, we're leaving school right now. You, me, and Matt. Another kid named Matt. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, we're just going to leave. I was like, go. cool. All yeah. right. So we just leave. And it's snow. It's a snowy day, hour, and we just walk, and we're like smoking cigarettes. We think we're like super cool and stuff. <laughs> Me go we walk to the, the bagel shop. It's like a mile and a half away. We get like a bagel. We're like super cool. Cut in school. We get back. Yeah. We're walking. A cop car pulls up next to us, and no. was like, "You gentlemen supposed to be somewhere?" Oh, we're just like, sucks. "Uh, yeah." And he's like, "Holly Con called. You left school." We gotta bring you back to school right now. <laughs> so we got brought they, in. They principal. Called? Yeah, they they had they police called? out looking for us. Well, because we disappeared. Like Did we you were like finish your bagel. Uh, yeah, I finished a bagel. Oh, <laughs> so I smoked some Marlboro Reds. I was feeling real cool. Well, I was a Marlboro cool. Lights fan growing up. Actually, uh, well, yeah, I I went through phases. I yeah. was uh, ultimately a Parliament guy when I really Same. when I was a smoker. I was a, a, a P funk guy. So, but I, I definitely had some red. And you called them probably. That's so weird. That's all. That's all I smoked after. Yeah. Suburban um, white kids smoking the parliament. I was yeah. way too afraid to smoke <laughs> cigarettes. Needless wow, to say. really? Yes. I yes. smoke for like a decade. Well, well, did I you? Mean, you smoke for No, no, no. That's not fair. Like 14 to 22. So eight years. 14? Yeah. That's I have my first. I have my first cigarette at 12. So it was just, yeah. you know, it was, that's how. Yeah. And it's all because of fucking Uncle Bob, man. He leaves out his Winstons and you're just sitting there going like, all right, we'll try it. And then you get addicted to it. And then next thing you know. Yeah. I had a buddy. Me and my buddy Mark used to leave school and just like suck down cigs. Like, like <laughs> all right, oh. we got an hour right now. How many cigs can we get in? Yeah. yeah. You say, it yeah. was like chain Dude. smoking them. Oh, it's so gross. And I, like, Meanwhile, so I'm gross sitting in the about. lobby being like, I don't want to watch the movie. <laughs> I can't go see enough with Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. I yeah same That's like awesome. I, at at my peak I think the most disgusting thing was the marble red one hundreds back to back to the, back to back oh, fucking I mean, disgusting I, so I, I I have not had even I used to like by the way quit. kids don't smoke do no, not smoke I, to the no, parents that I are quit, listening I quit yeah. when I was twenty two <laughs> and I and I had like a drag here and there since I probably have not even had a drag of a cigarette in. Nine years, eight yeah. years, whatever. It's been a really long time. Like cigarettes are disgusting, and even the like thought of them makes me gross. But yeah, it's just us, th- right? It was bad. Yeah. It's just us here. Yeah, I smoked well, my I smoked my first cigarette in eleven years, and I told you about it. Yeah, and I was I like, said, "Why would you do I just that?" Said, I don't know why. It just happened. I was like, "That sounds so awful." And, to me. and guess what? Like, it sounds it's so fucking d- gross. It's yeah, just it sounds disgusting. so gross. I know it's terrible. Well, I haven't so- had a cigarette in nine <laughs> years. How's that degenerate? So when you're the loser, who didn't fun apparently in high school. So. Here's a, so in 10th grade, we took physics. I'm pretty sure it was 10th grade. It was either 10th or 11th. And I used to just literally cheat on every single test. Mm-hmm. Like the person next to me, I just I would literally hand her my paper. She would fill it out and hand it back to me, right? Unbelievable. It's, it was amazing. Yeah. And so one day, like the teacher caught on that like everyone was just massively cheating in the class. Uh-huh. So he made me sit in the corner by myself, like <laughs> far away from everybody. And I just turned it in blank. Did I, you really? I, I just got a zero, <laughs> yeah. Because I was just like, I don't know any of this. So I just gave him. I just right, you were away. like an exceptionally bad. And you, <laughs> that this is really wild. Wow. I like. I never once went in and was like, I don't know any of this. Like that never yeah. happened. Well, the frustrating thing with physics is when I was taking. I it just out. used to skip class a lot when I was in high school. You're just my a natural problem. genius. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would just like I would just sleep through class. I would just, like I was like a uh, like. But like with yeah. physics, I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, so the ball's rolling down the hill. Like, how fast is it going? And in my head, I'm like, I should be able to figure this out. Yeah, you should. Couldn't. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> just handed it right in. That's wow. A, and that he ex- just 
explains. shook his head at me like That's I knew what I was cheating. You I'd be fuck. like, you little you piece of shit. And that I knew it. Still got my degree. You yeah. did by walking out of every single class. Yeah, well, that was college. That was college. <laughs> and that's just how you become an English beat reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, and that kids. Is, to listen. the people DMing me for advice, just don't listen to the last twelve minutes of this pod. And I feel like the that's one. picked up yeah. in the last couple of weeks too. So just so you know, if you want some advice, just go with your gut because you end up there anyway. You know, like this yeah. is we all we all did stupid. Now, granted, we're talking about like well, I think also school, the advice too is that you could do stupid shit when you're young and still fix it later. Of like, course you, know you can. What I mean, like it doesn't. Yeah. Don't sneak in R-rated yeah. movies. Yeah, it don't well, sneak. Yeah. It. Then your career's okay. over. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I agree. Wow. You can do dumb stuff. I saw Basic Instinct <laughs> when I was nine years old. Never even, even you know what that movie is. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. man. Yeah. I just, wow. I just feel like we have so much work to do Age in gaps. the off season there, Elliot. So. Oh yeah, I was thinking we should definitely figure out some sort of thing, and we've talked about this, but where we force Elliot to watch something. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, like le- usual suspects. Leave Have your you ever seen that? The Matrix. Have you ever seen The Matrix? I mean, probably. Like, I mean, that's like, a no. You have it's prob- ah! Probably, probably. <laughs> watch The Matrix, please, please. Did uh, you guys watch Yes to Keys this week? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Siesta Keys. Oh, oh no, sad, no. I keep hearing sad. about this. I keep hearing about it. Uh, it's very good. Well, I, I bet you it's not as good as The Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Matrix is pretty old. <laughs> oh, it God. is pretty old. 1999. Yeah, it's like, you know, uh, 12. 12, 12, 12. You were 12 in 1999? Depending on when it came out. Yeah, I mean, I was born Yikes. in 87, so. Uh, 12 years. It doesn't see like we're only, we're only four years apart, and you're, what are you I'm not, six years apart. Six years yeah. apart from it. We're not that. You were, your assessment Shouldn't was be wrong. as far as it seems. I'll tell yeah, you that. Well, but, but you, if you think about like it, like when you were a freshman in college, I was in seventh grade. Yes. Yeah. So, like, it's a very large gap yes, in that way. In that way. Now <laughs> yeah. it's a lesser gap, but I think it also is that, like, Elliot also is not only younger, but also doesn't give a fuck about anything that happened before <laughs> 2000, so it like makes us feel that much older when we reference things that a lot of 32-year-old people would know. Oh, right. yes. He's not this guy. Yes. Not me. Yes. I think that adds to I it. just think, like, what did I do for the first like 25 years of my life? Like, just floated through, learning <laughs> learning nothing, not taking in any type of social... Like, it's unbelievable. No m- music, yes. movies. It's like, unbelievable. What? It's actually the opposite of Joe DeCamera. Joe DeCamera, like, only took that stuff in and not, not anything new or anything. It's just out. But all this stuff we watched when he was like one through 15 is like his That's favorite it. thing on the planet. <laughs> I tried to watch The West Wing like two two weeks ago. Or it was probably like more like two months ago. It and doesn't hold up well, y'all. Yeah, it was like, I turned on. I was like, they're using fucking beepers. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to. Like, this is so silly. Come I'm going to watch this. Like. Uh, <laughs> well, I love this. I love getting to know the guys. And, and thank you. Uh, so much for uh, tuning in, as you guys always do. Once again, uh, no better place to place your uh, props, your Super Bowl bets. Just go download the Parks uh, Casino Sportsbook app uh, now or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use the promo code BIRDS and get a free risk up to $500. Your risk-free bet refunded as free bet in account credit and see website for details. Use promo code BIRDS and get your first bet risk-free up to $500. You must be 21 uh, gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thank you again to uh, the South Philadelphia Parks Turf Club as uh, we've uh, we've enjoyed our time here tonight. Hope all of your bets kind of hit. And I think I made a huge mistake by going so Super Bowl heavy. I should have gone with the other games. I apologize. What other games? It's just what the, these weren't as good. So I'm more excited oh, to the do. the props, you mean? Yeah, the props, the games, all that. So it was good. It was a good time. time. Next time, uh, we'll get this thing straightened out. It's a... Uh, 
It's a lot of fun doing it this way, though. I love this. This yeah. is so much fun. Uh, for you guys, thank you so much for listening to Go Birds episode number 169 right here on uh, Radio.com, Sports Radio, 94 WIP. James? Oh, Go Birds! <laughs> Of course it is. Yeah. It's his favorite white, white pizza and a water. Give it like <laughs> Elliot's ready to roll. Yeah. White pizza and some water, baby. Pi- like, uh, is there any specific type of white pizza or just, just white pizza? <laughs> as, as Make plain, sure there's no sauce on there. As plain yeah, as no I can sauce. get it, I want it as plain uh, as possible. Ricotta squares, ideally, or like clumps of ricotta. Ric- well, it's uh-huh. adventurous. Well, that's not bad. Pizza? What's honey? That? Honey. I've had I've had like a honey drizzle, but only when yeah, there's the like drizzle. when there's like hot peppers or something on it. It's like a <laughs> we made a flatbread this week that had some honey on it. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Was there uh, <laughs> was there any protein on that? It was uh, zucchini. Oh, that's good. Mozzarella and honey. That'd be really good. You need something. Yeah. See, I need something to balance the honey. I need a, a fire on the other side. Well, we. Oh yeah. I mean, she put um, Cholula like, on it. Okay. I didn't, I didn't do that. Oh, well. I don't like Cholula. It's too watery. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like all hot oh, yeah. sauces. Yeah, like give me any the, sort of hot sauce. I'm in. Give me the 75 the cent tapatio. Like, and it's not that I don't like it. I'll eat it if it's really in there. But like Tabasco sauce is not hot sauce. And it's Tabasco's a, sucks. It's a cop out. Like yeah. don't so have Tabasco sauce. So actually, that's what I'm thinking of. Tabasco's too yes. watery. Yeah. yeah, Tabasco's watery. Cholula's not watery. Cholula's not watery. It just I put on my breakfast sandwich. Just has a different taste than other yeah. hot sauces. Just eggs and cheese and hot sauce. I do eggs, uh, like a vegan meat, and on an English muffin nice. with Cholula. I like no this. Cheese. No cheese. A lot of Easter egg. Uh, One, every morning. <laughs> One egg, egg, English muffin. Every morning, same thing every day? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Creature hat. I should have done that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like when I get in the pattern of making in, making breakfast, it's way healthy. I eat way healthy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. My wife makes me breakfast. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty great. Pretty great. You know what my wife makes me? That's what I get. Nothing. All right. Here we go. Ready to be embarrassed for like 10 seconds? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't want it to happen. (laughs) (laughs) There's no getting around it. All right, here we go.